Cruza de izquierda para Markkanen. Cinco segundos en el de tiro. Larry Markkanen va a venir con la penetración. Violenta la clavada del finlandés. Larry Markkanen. Broadcasting live. Yes. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. On the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Allen. Outside it goes to Love. Now Akuro. Akuro. Oh! Bam! Akuro thumps it home over Jones. Downtown Cleveland. Cleveland! You tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Hallelujah! Now, here are your hosts, Rafa and Joe G. Pow! Yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, we're back. Season two. I season two. I know. Do, crazy. Do we, do we, do we now fit like on a like a Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we go in like syndication now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? We, yeah. Two of one ago radio. Yeah, so this is it's kinda exciting. Although, as you heard in the open, uh, we have kind of a new format in that yeah. we are now we've kind of split. J-, J Mike is no longer with officially like a part of Wine He will join us every he now and He will join us every now and again. It's not like Nigel Tufnell of Spinal Tap when he left and they <laughs> and they like formed a jazz fusion band. Uh, we'll still be with Jay Mike and I'll still be on with the Wine is the Wine and show Gold is, Show. The Wine and Gold it's Show. It's going to be on Valley Sports Cleveland. Okay. Wine and Gold Show and Wine and Gold Radio. Totally different show. Mm-hmm. will be, you know, here in audio mm-hmm. and on demand. Yes. But uh, <laughs> my question to you was, is you are the, the founder, not only of the internet, but also <laughs> of, of, uh, of Wine and Gold Radio. Is it that we could not afford John anymore? Is it that Jared Allen that I, ha- I don't know for a fact, but I think Jared Allen had some kind of language in his contract when he signed the extension that kind of prohibited him from going out to J. Mike's house and fixing, <laughs> fixing his computer all the time. I think he, I think he got tired of it last year, you know. Uh, the geek, the geek squad. Plus, he riding in that little Volkswagen is tough. <laughs> it's tough for a seven footer. So, I, I guess he couldn't consider one signing his his new contract, even though he offered his teammates a Chick Fil A dinner. <laughs> <laughs> he, he no longer needs the fees that J Mike was paying him. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so, actually, speaking of the wine and gold show, and Jared, you guys had him on. Jared uh, will be. He our, will be on the show. Our, I call him now the Wine and Gold Show Godfather because <laughs> he will he will be our first guest yeah. in uh in in the in the new season new episode first episode of the Wine and Gold Show on Bali Sports Cleveland so we invite everybody to tune in and then over here kicking off with not only our new season but we have an amazing guest coming up and I don't want I don't I don't mean to get ahead of the script but you know yeah. another first for the Cleveland charge yeah. Coming to your alma mater, mm-hmm. Concrete State, Woolston Center at, mm-hmm. at a, you call it concrete because because of well when I right now it's it's very the campus is very nice. I live uh, on, I not, live on the campus, you know. Or, or, or you kind of are. You're like the dean. Seven uh, years of college down the drain. <laughs> you're like D Day. <laughs> well, but when I went there back in the uh, back in the eighties, uh, it was there was no it was not a campus. It was just Concrete. I mean, it was just a downtown, one building after another. I think there was like enough grass. I, 
Like uh, my backyard now has more grass than Cleveland State had. Now that you mentioned that, can you imagine that in ni the 1980s when I was in experimenting in college, <laughs> my wife now was already a mother. Wow. She, she was already, I mean, she's obviously a lot more serious than I am. Yeah. Oh, my right? God. That's an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> but I always say that to her. It's like when she was actually giving birth to her first baby, <laughs> who just turned 33, by the way, Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. You were just a, a you were ma yeah. I was playing and trying you things were out. You uh, were you were getting zero was, point yeah. zero. <laughs> All fat, courses fat, drunk, and stupid. Incomplete. There's no way to get through life. <laughs> so this is the new setup. Uh, J. Mike will be joining us. Uh, I'll be joining the Wine and Gold Show occasionally. Correct. And oh, don't forget about the Chase Down. Yes, uh, that's our our other podcast with Maverick also. and and eighty cents. Yeah. <laughs> 85 cents today. It, the, you know, the exchange rate's going up, right? Yeah. So. He's actually, you know, they're going to be here for opening night. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, that's great because they're, they're, they're good kids. They're I big like time. Guys. They're yeah. big time. They're they big time. They actually get, you know. We're like the little brother podcast. Actually. Yeah, we're we, we, we the wannabes. <laughs> we're like, we're like the charge are, podcast. These guys are heavy duty. Yeah, we're the G League. Yeah. yeah. We're the we, G League podcast. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Hey, be, we're going to talk some Cavs. We're going to talk some All-Star. Uh, before we do that, before we do anything, I have to discuss something uh very important to you, mm -hmm. in that the other day, Sir Paul, Mc Sir Paul McCartney oh, <laughs> called the uh, Stones the leader of the original boys, the boys and the boys <laughs> like kids on the block, boys to men. Yeah, no, yeah, it's exactly. That, see, now, now you're offending me, Millie Vanilli. But, but what did you think? Now he, for those who don't know, Sir Paul McCartney called. Just <laughs> the, the fact that the you have to say the, Sir Paul McCartney. Be, come on, if that guy should be. He's Sir Paul McCartney. He come called on. these Stones. What do you call a them? Blues a blues cover, cover band. band. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I think it's I think it's awesome. Dude. The Beatles <laughs> are first of all, the Stones are my favorite band. I seen uh, them live. I actually hate that the pandemic kept me from seeing them mm -hmm. at the at the at the um, at first, first energy, energy yeah. stadium. But um I seen them I would say <laughs> over twelve times and in all over the world. And for I don't have anything against the Beatles until <laughs> Until now. Until Paul McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney, the guy who used to carry the bags for John Lennon, <laughs> says says that about the Stones for for no reason. <laughs> I know Beatles fans who hate yeah, Paul and McCartney. the Beatles and the Beatles to me are the original teeny bopper See, band. Now, now you're now they're you're overrated. I know everybody sings their songs, but that's exactly they're what it is. They're not overrated. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Nor they're, are the Stones a blues cover band. I think that, that dude, was a, the that Stones was a are the shot. most amazing rock and roll band. Obviously, there's some people that will say the Who. There's some people, but th that era of music, there's no way you can call them a cover <laughs> band. I know many bands that cover the Rolling Stones, mm -hmm. and and so and, they're blues cover cover. And band. besides, <laughs> he could never even have a. He couldn't last two hours drinking with Keith Richards. Come I'll on. give you that one. I'll Come give on. you that one. Now that in that respect, they are a rock band, and whereas the Beatles were kind of just kind of the Beatles are the the Bastrick Boys from the sixties. <laughs> See now the, you're the, at, what, What's that, the name of the Marky Mark? What, what was the name of the band that his brother had in Boston? The, the new kids, new kids, and new, kid, new kids on the new block, kids on whatever. the block, whatever. Yeah, that's what the that's what the Beatles are. <laughs> oh, that's you're, the people you're, screaming. Ah! <laughs> You're lip singing like Millie Vanilli, like the Stones are it, man. Come on. All right. Okay. I just had. To, I wanted to get. I just wanted to get your your thoughts on that on the air because I know you were offended. I, I was <laughs> because not only that, but going back to the concert, I wanted to take you to the concert for your birthday. I know I've your never birthday been is like recent. Recently, yeah. you celebrated your, your your birthday, October thirteenth. Same as uh, Sammy Hagar and Marie Osmond and Jerry Jones. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Georgie. Happy birthday to you. Wow, that's what a mix of characters. I, I got, I have a million of them. I know everybody that was born on my birthday. I don't know who was born on my birthday. Ali G. I, am, I know I was born on Groundhog Day. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Tora Vinci. Was, we and oh, we've Tora, had yeah, and know, we've had yeah, great yeah. celebrations on your birthday. So yeah. If you want to celebrate with me, take me birthday. out and get me in a fight. You like, I got, like I got you into a fight on your <laughs> <Yeah>. birthday. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk some Cavs. Cavs yeah. impressions were coming up on the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. Uh, opener, less than a week. What have, you been, uh, what have been your impressions so far in camp? You know, it, 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 the practices that we, we, we have the luxury to watch, mm-hmm. it, it's been so much fun, the, the, the atmosphere around the, the building and 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 there's so many things to look forward to and so many things to actually like don't know how things are mm-hmm. going to work you mm-hmm. know one of the things that JB made it very clear before the preseason started was that it, this was for us this is time for us to figure it out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and now they get kind of a break i think because they get 3 days in between the second to last game in the preseason and the last one and then 3 days before opening mm-hmm. day so they'll get the practice and i think that's what JB had talked about rotations like what's it gonna look like we kind of got a little preview of the jumbo lineup with 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 Darius and Colin being out for yeah. the game against uh the Bulls mm-hmm. and 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 Okoro slid to the number two spot mm-hmm. which is where we kind of yeah I like him there like him uh-huh. like him there then yep. then Mark and show that he not only can play the three but guard the three on the yeah. other side and Mobley obviously he's shown signs of of, of what, what what we expect of him yeah you know in 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 in, in this coming season so I'm excited for the jumbo lineup I don't know. Me too. I'm thinking, you know, Mod Squad is going to be now <laughs> Jared, Evan, and Lowry. Like the three towers. Yeah, and it's, yeah that's kind of a good Mod Squad. That would be. And I know they're kind of trying to, they've tried Terminal Tower and Tower City and all that stuff. You know, Mod Squad might work. Mod here. Squad might work, right? It really might. I know you've been kind of. And, and, and I don't want to leave anything behind, but. Ricky Rubio, man. Oh, that's he's gonna give J JB Bickerstaff some problem because yes. he's gonna have to keep him on the floor. He's gonna yeah. have to find him minutes, and and I, I I can't wait to see. I have no doubt that Ricky Rubio will make it work with whoever the other four they put him on the floor with. Agreed. Kevin Love had looked amazing mm-hmm. playing next to Ricky Rubio. Ru- Love and Markkanen have looked great and, as well. So I can't wait to see the benefit that Garland maybe sliding a little bit to the two when mm-hmm. they're the, when the th- we saw the three of the, the three guards at the same time yeah, on yeah. the court. So I know that he's testing things out, but I I know Rubio is going to be playing. Last year JB had uh, especially in the towards the end of the year had no options because everybody was injured. Uh, they had no depth of any kind. Mm-hmm. Now JB has a bunch of fun toys to play with. Yeah. He can go with a really big lineup. He can go with a small lineup. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I like the jumbo lineup, and you know, the three guards didn't work out the first time they played, but I know it will. And I think Ricky Rubio is an A plus plus signing. It's great. You know, again, these guys, these young guys, they need a veteran. You know, the coach can only tell you so much, and the point guard is essentially the quarterback of the team. So bringing in, it's almost like having a rookie quarterback or a young yeah. quarterback and bringing in a veteran to kind of show him the ropes a little bit. I, I just think Ricky Rubio was an excellent signing. And just for all the Cats fans out there that don't see Ricky Rubio being the loud, rah, rah, mm-hmm. rah guy, trust me. Yeah. When he has something to say <laughs> mm-hmm. to anybody on that roster, he will. Yeah. I mean, if you pay attention when you when you are at the Cavs games 
And Ricky Rubio, whenever he comes off the floor, the first thing he does is sit next to J.B. Bickerstaff or next to Greg Buckner, who is mm -hmm. the other assistant. And he always has something to go with. He, I've seen him put his arm around uh, in the shoulders of uh, Colin Sexton in mm -hmm. Atlanta, mm -hmm. you know, talking to Darius Garland. And Garland obviously mentioned how much he benefited from Delhi. Yeah. That's the replacement right there, I think, in exactly. terms of leadership. More on the basketball side and not really like the, like the, the voice guy, mm -hmm. but... The general, the floor yeah. general. And, and as much as I love Delhi, uh, Ricky Rubio is an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, he really is. I, you know, there's no doubt he just, about it. He, he can just, still play. I he mean, almost put 40 on the U.S. In the <laughs> exactly. Olympics, man. I mean, exactly. Like <laughs> and JB says, I mean, he JB considers him one of the top uh, half of point guards in the league, and he says he's a starter, you know. And he'll get some starters minutes throughout the year, you know. I, I like everything I've seen about, the uh, you, you know, Jared Allen told us how Chicago players were joking about you're like what the hell is this? Like are we back yeah. to 2001 with yeah. all these like all these big guys when when the three of them were on the court together. Yeah, I don't. I, I like what I see. Obviously, you know, health is gonna play a big role on on, on what we mm -hmm. what we do here. The way how long is it gonna take for JB Bickerstaff to figure out what combination to play? Obviously, matchups mm -hmm. dictate a lot, you know. And the fact that you mentioned, you know. Finishing preseason now, then opening in, in Memphis, coming back for back to back, and then dude, we go. Yeah, Denver, Clippers, Lakers, yeah. Suns, and finishing Charlotte. So I mean, these yeah. guys are not getting their feet wet; they're getting the whole body. In the world <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just jumping to get, in just to go, just to get going with that West Coast trip. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Uh, again, that's a, that's those are all super heavyweights. So JB's gonna have to keep their head above water, even if they take a couple on the chin, which they. They might. Which I we mean, will. You will. But it's a matter but, of, again, of what you learn. Yeah, and also there's a chance, you know, you can sneak up on some teams early in the season. They're, you know, they're not taking you quite seriously. I mean, if that's uh, – there's a chance. You know, somebody asked me the other day, what, like, what was the goal if, if, if the playing tournament was, was a goal for this mm -hmm. team? And I said, yeah. I mean, yeah. for 22 wins last season with 10 less games, 10 more games this season, much better squad, much better lineup. Yeah. Hopefully the health will, 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 will come with us. And I said, you know – I don't. I don't think they'll say yes. We're making a playoff, but for sure the goal for this team is to be playing meaningful games after, after the All Star break. Exactly, and that that's all I want it's to be able to be either to play for something or to be able to still be playing well enough to just ruin somebody. <laughs> exactly, just where uh, come February and March where you're looking at the standings a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, I'd love if they were at a playoff spot locked, but if they're chasing the playoffs come February, March, I'll be happy with the season, completely happy. And and we have guys, you know, Joe, the NBA is more about opportunities and taking advantage of them. JB Bickerstaff used this rotation of eight players, right, that we saw in the preseason. We don't know if that's going to be the starting lineup with Allen and Mobley and Sex Line and in the middle. Uh, Okoro, I mean, on, on, on mm -hmm. the third, on the three spot. But the first eight players that come, either the five guys and the first three of the bench with Rubio, Rubio Markinen. Markinen, and Love, mm -hmm. all eight of them were picked in the first round. Oh, the okay. only one that was not picked in the top ten was Jared Allen. Wow. They all That's were great. picked They all were picked in the top ten. Markinen, Rubio, Love, and, and our four, our last four picks. So it's like the, something got to work there. The, it's just yeah. a matter of finding them working in, you know, obviously once the season starts, the practice time gets <laughs> thrown away basically. Yeah. But it, they have to be able to fight because they are basketball players. They all are fun. And then you have guys like Valentine and Jetty 
who are going to want to be make it uncomfortable for the coach to find the mm-hmm. minutes. Lamar find, Stevens, you know, I Lamar mean, Stevens, you know, and yeah. and Dean Way that the yeah. guys that yeah. actually. JB Dylan knows. Windler, I mean, he's having a really yeah. nice preseason. But those are three guys. That, Windler, we still have hope that we, he stays healthy mm-hmm. and he keeps shooting the ball the way he has in the preseason. But JB knows that any day, any time, he can look down the bench and say, Lamar, Dean, get in. Yeah. You're and playing, you're starting, and he knows what he's going to get. Exactly. And like I said, last year he had no options. This year he goes into the season with a ton of options. Uh, now, we mar- we mentioned February and March. We mentioned the All-Star yeah. game. Big All-Star game, the 2022 All-Star game coming up to Cleveland. 128 days. That's the that's countdown. It. Yeah, that's it. It seems like it's uh, not I that know. far away. But uh, that'll be coming up in Cleveland. We're going to, as we go uh, with Wine and Gold Radio, we're going to kind of pump up the All-Star game as we go. I, I, I looked up the 1981 game, which was, I kind of, the thing I remember most about the 1981 game was Mike Mitchell, obviously. He was the Cleveland All-Star at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. The MVP of that was your Boston Celtics guy, Tiny Archibald. He had nine oh, wow. points and nine assists. <laughs> what the heck? That's one quarter now. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that was your MVP right there. But uh, but that was a kind of a cool all-star game. And then again, I, uh, 97. And that's when they did the 50 greatest 50, players. Yeah. Now, we were talking about it before the show and that they're going to re-vote. They're going to name on opening night, which is next week, mm-hmm. they're going to name the top 75 players of all time. In the, in the history of the NBA, of mm-hmm. all-time history, obviously, right? But um, this is the thing. You mentioned that Cleveland was the host of the 97 seven. Mm-hmm. when they named the top 50, and they gave out those amazing jackets. And by the That's way... That's what I'm wondering. I Are they going to get those told, jackets we, away? We had on, on, on the old <laughs> show, Caps HQ, we had the, the, the head of um, the Cleveland Sports... Organi- whatever the organization is, I, I, and... and and I asked him, I said, if we have the 20, the 70, can I get a jacket? <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, he didn't say he had not the NBA that has it. But, <laughs> yeah. no, but, no comment? Yeah, no comment. And But they, uh, they're they going to forget about the first list. Yeah. And they're going to name a new set of 75 players. We still don't know who is in that selection committee. Right. We still don't know the criteria to be in the 75, in the top 75, obviously we know the obvious ones, right? Mm-hmm. Michael, but, Kobe, Russell, mm-hmm. Chamberlain. Yeah. Uh, LeBron. Um, LeBron, West. Yeah. But then uh, then it's like. Yeah, it, it gets, well, the example you gave before we got on the air was great in that uh, a couple Spurs, Tony yeah. Parker and well, Manu Ginobili. I was doing this show on Rip Moenevea and, and Coach Morales, who is my partner on the, on the Final Four broadcast, mm-hmm. he has made his own criteria and what he said is like in order to be in eligible for the list you have to have been at least five times in your career in the honor roll uh-huh. at the end of the season honor roll either all defensive team mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. number one two three and which now is a three. good criteria for a long time it was only two remember t- like 10 players that they picked in the nba but now it's like a 13 so mm-hmm. but he's, he mentioned you know according to that criteria tony parker was only four times in his in his career. Right. But he was a finals MVP. Right. So, And how many titles does he have? Four? Four of the five, I believe. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's like, you know, and then the other example that, that we put in the show was Chris Mullin or Manu Ginobili. That's a great one. That's a yeah. great one because, you know, what would you go with? What would you pick? And again, you know, Chris, you're a St. John's guy. Yeah. So but I love Chris Mullin, but again, this, I'm just relaying to you the conversation we had. Obviously, to me, Manu is the all-time sixth player. Agreed. 
right? And nobody else has ever caught a, uh, a bat with his, with his bare hand. So <laughs> right. that, that gets him in the list right there. I agree. Right? The, just the but, bat gets him on there. But Chris Mullin didn't have the supporting cast that Manu had. Right. I mean, Manu played with Tony and with with uh, with Tim Duncan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for Pop and whatever. So, right. But it, it's one of the things that you know that when the 75th, the 75 names are dropped, there's going to be, why is he there? There's going to be, why is he not there? Yeah. And, and obviously, there's going to be everybody coming out. We should come out with our own 75 list. Absolutely, we should. And, and see and see how see how many we get from from the. Well, uh, outside of the obvious ones, yeah. I think. Yeah, let's do that. Because, again, you have a bunch of current guys. Russell Westbrook has to be on that list. He has to be on that list. Right? I, I mean, mean, so... I, mean, the, I, I, I can't believe that he didn't win the MVP after averaging a triple-double. Obviously, his team didn't... You know, but yeah, do you put Anthony Davis in, in the top 75 at, at such a young age? Uh, I don't know if I do. Such, I don't know such, if such I small, do. No. Small sample? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't put Anthony Davis in the top seventy. Because that's the other thing too. Because people forget about what has what been there already. Everybody kind of has like a tunnel vision of the last, in our case, twenty years that we've been watching the league. But yeah. if you go back, I mean, there's so many players that you think like Kevin McHale wasn't in the original list. Obviously, he might not be. So Kevin McHale was not in the top fifty. I don't think he was. Boy, that's uh, I mean, I believe you, but uh, no, 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 don't uh, believe uh, me because I'm guessing. I'm gonna look I, I put him in the top 50. I certainly put him in the top 75. Um, so, I, you know, I mean, you just have to, I don't know, you just have to reassess everything. Yeah, I, I, but I like that criteria. I think that's kind of good. We will, uh, as we go, get closer to the All-Star break. Kevin was on the list. Okay, yes. he, indeservedly so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, just recently, Jeff Zilget uh, for USA Today, a great guy, they asked basketball writers to give their top five, and he put George Mikan in his top five. And people kind of dogged him because of that. Hey, you know, the guy played in the 50s or whatever. But his logic was that he changed the game in many ways. And that, yeah. you know, I mean, so you have to. You know who wouldn't make it? According to that Coach Morales thing, James Worthy wouldn't make it, even though he oh, was on the first list. There's no way. Robert Parrish was on the first list of 50. Does he mm, fall? Is he one of the ones I that don't falls? No, but on James the list? Worthy has to be has on that to be, list. Yeah. yeah, he has to be. George Gervin. George Gervin has to be on there. It'd, it'd be amazing. Again, like Tiny Archibald. Yeah. He'd probably make it, but... Yeah. I want to see what the criteria is. Yeah. And, and you brought up a point earlier. Who votes? Who is who is voting? Who is electing we'll, these people? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And as we get closer to the All-Star game again, we'll, uh, we'll whittle down the list. But in our next segment, we have a very special guest. Yeah. Uh, Big Dan. Big Dan. Coach Dan. Dan. Coach Dan of the Cleveland Charge. We don't say can't <laughs> charge... <laughs> Don't say that. I said it, and now I got to give another five. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna talk to Dan Giro. You know, I, I thought about Dan in that Kobe Altman has a thing. Uh, I don't know if it's his thing, but the front office always talks about: Are you a fountain or a drain? That's one of their big things. Do you either do you drain from the room, or do you are you a fountain? Do you give? What am Dan's, I? You're a fountain. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a drain. That's... People will say I drain them sometimes. No. <laughs> Yeah, well, you are draining. Yeah, I mean. but you're not a drain. You're definitely a fountain. I'm a draining fountain. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan is a fountain, man. He's just—he's such great a positive guy, guy man. Great so I, I think he's going to do uh, really well with the Cleveland Charge. Yes. So we're going to talk to Dan coming up in segment two uh, on Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. Three, two, one. 
Hi, this is Mr. Cavalier Austin Carr, and I never listen to Wine and Go Radio. <laughs> There's more of this. Give me a how come quickie on WHK. How come Bill Belichick coaches like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After this on Wine and Gold Radio. Designed from the land for the land, the team shop has introduced a new in-house apparel line called the Land Collective. The first series is inspired by the 2020 NBA draft. Each series will focus on a specific theme and feature exclusive pieces that will only be available while supplies last. Get these new looks from the team shop today only at Cavs.com slash shop. For more style inspiration and to be the first to know about upcoming collections, follow at Land Collective on Instagram. This is an interesting story. As a descendant of Nigerian kings, and his first name, Al Farouk, means the chief has arrived. Okay. That's a pretty cool ancestral story, I think. Yeah, Is sure. that a word, ancestral? Uh, yeah, you can make them up on this show. Because, uh, I know you, you do all the time. All the time, man. <laughs> I've, I've invented a whole new Webster Dictionary. In fact, we call it the Chonster Dictionary. <laughs> now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, mercy! Hey everybody and welcome back to Wine and Gold Radio. I'm here with uh, Rafa. I can't believe I get to do it again. Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, so beautiful. Maybe Dan will sing it. (laughs) See how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined by special guest uh, Dan Giroux. Is that correct pronunciation? No relation to... What's his name, the musician? Al Giroux. No relation. Yeah, exactly. The new coach of the... Cleveland Charge, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I, I want to make sure because it's very easy to say Canton Charge. I'm, yeah, there's a swear I'm, jar now. If you oh, go, really? If you, go okay. Canton, if you say Canton, <laughs> okay. I've done that about four. Okay. <laughs> that's good to know. So, uh, how excited are you for this year taking over Canton Charge and just uh, them coming up to Cleveland, playing yeah. at the Wolstein Center? Yeah, no, I think we're, we're super excited. We have uh, a lot of opportunity to kind of create this blueprint for what the Cleveland Charge are going to look like. I think that's been one of our most exciting parts, my staff and I, as we're as we're building this thing out, a lot of it is for the future of what the Cleveland Charge are going to look like. I think that's been an experience that I I definitely undervalued when I said yes to the job for JV, you know. And I think that's something that, as I was talking with Kobe and Gansey, and obviously then Brendan Yu, who's our mm-hmm. our GM, um, that's something that this experience has been amazing for us to to go through. And I think we're uh, we're super excited for it. Your growth here in Cleveland has been incredible. You know, you came in in 2016 when we were starting to obviously put together the championship. Now yeah. you moved to the front row. You've been <laughs> there. But not to say that the assistants in the NBA don't work hard or sleep more, but is, does your sleep time just got shorter now that you're going to be in charge of the whole operation? But that, I mean, that's got to be the biggest difference, no? No, I'm with you. I, I mean, I think there's uh, there's more notebooks by my, <laughs> by my bedside table now. My, my wife is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, making that making that shift over, it just a, it's a great decision-making opportunity to evaluate our processes. And I think that's been the cool part for me as an assistant you have so many thoughts and so many ideas, and you're trying to obviously support where we're headed and what we're doing with the Cavaliers. Um, but as the charge head coach, 
Now, my assistants have that kind of same identity, that idea. We want them to work hard and, and have all these ideas and be innovative and think outside the box. And then on the, on the back end of that, there's decisions to be made. Now, all of a sudden, it's, that's coming across my desk, and that's been a little bit different. <laughs> so I think that's great to evaluate those decisions and then go back and look at those processes. And that's what we're trying to do over and over and over again with this change. I've asked you about this before, but... Uh now you're going from assistant coach to head coach. Yeah. And is it a bit of a good cop, bad cop thing? And that as an assistant coach, you get to be the guy, you get to kind of goof around with the guys, and, and everybody loves hanging out with Big Dan. Now all of a sudden you got to be the heavy. Is that going to be a transition for you? Um, well, I would say it's going to be a transition. I think, of course, there's going to be times to, you know, a, a kind of have the line in the sand and, and coach abruptly. Um, I would hope to say that that's how I, that's how I did coach as an assistant mm -hmm. as well. Um, I'm huge in the authenticity piece. you got to be yourself. If you're not comfortable in your own skin as a coach, it's going to be really hard to, like, to get these guys to buy in, to, to build these relationships because you want them to be authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I learned from all these years being with the Cavs and all the different roster changes we've had and players and you know, different guys that we've had through these doors. I think it's been so great to build these individual relationships. I think the biggest thing that the change for me is going to be having like the group relationship now mm -hmm. over and over again and then understanding that line of like when we need to do things abruptly, when we need to understand how to get better, see how we can do things that way. And then there's always time to, to, to bring the juice and, and have the joy that I want to have in the gym. Yeah. You, you know, for our fans, obviously, you know, Canton was such a great city for us uh, as an organization for, what, nine seasons, yeah, ten yeah, years, yeah, because last yeah. year it was in a bubble. But yeah, true. Other than the fact that you're going to be closed, just so we can understand a little bit more of, like, the excitement around the move to the Wolstein Center, I mean, it involves a lot more than just cutting the drive time, right? No question. No question. I think being here gives us an opportunity for our Cavaliers fans, our coaches, our players to, to have this bridge to the charge. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to make things, and that's the part of the blueprint that I'm talking about. We're building this thing where all of a sudden Cavs players, are, I would assume when they're home, they're going to be at, at charge games a little mm -hmm. bit more mm -hmm. often. Where our fans are going to be Cavs fans that need to go and, and see some basketball at, at, a, at a night when the Cavs are off. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the excitement for me. A lot of these players are going to be some on the Cavs are former charged players. You know, I think some of the new Cavs that you're going to see in years to come are going to be charged players that were that are homegrown. That's kind of our our identity in, in in Cleveland. We need to continue to make this who we are. You know, I think that's that's kind of the excitement for me. Is it's kind of like the Cavs light. You know what I mean? You're going to be able to see. Yeah a talented group go out there and then on the opposing teams you see a lot of guys that are that are going to become NBA players as well you're just seeing them early on don't forget you're going to get a lot of concrete state students that are going to go to the game <laughs> or alums we're good with that too we're good with that too Dan, you've had uh, probably a lot of you've worked with a lot of great coaches here yes uh, what what guys have influenced you along the way and then what's going to be your style? Would, have you kind of said, this is going to be a Dan Giroux basketball team is going to look like this? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, a big thing for me, the two guys that influenced me the most so far have been Tyron Liu and J.B. Bickerstaff. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've taken so much from them individually. And I think, you know, as, in terms of building an environment, building the, the people you want around every day, I think staff and players-wise, I've taken that from both of them. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's been so fun to, 
to go through that hiring different assistants, hiring, uh, thinking about different roster moves and things like that. So those two have been huge influences on me. Um, I think I'll be able to bridge the idea of, you know, when obviously Ty Lue was here, we had a lot of veterans. And then as JB has taken over, we have had kind of this development and growth plan over and over again, which is great. And a lot of youth around here and excitement. Mm -hmm. But I think for my team and for our team, as we build this thing out, we just want to be really, we want to be clean. You want to, you want to take care of the basketball. You want to play with some pace. Obviously every coach says that you want to play fast, but we want to play efficiently and, and get out and, and have our talent just be able to show over and over again. And then defensively, it's going to be a lot like you see with the Cavaliers. We want to protect the paint. We want to have basically an ability of like guys that can really guard one-on-one because when they do get called up to the Cavaliers or wherever, mm-hmm. you know, there's 29 other teams right, that are watching right. us yeah. a lot. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the cool parts of the G League. That's what you're going to have to do day one. Yeah. You're not coming in here and getting the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You're coming in here and you're guarding. You're, yeah. you're, you're trying to make it. And I think that's something that I've seen a lot on, you know, when I started in 2016 all the way to 2021, I've seen a lot of guys be on that fringe and I know how to help you make it. And then obviously I've seen some stories where there's things that you do that make you not make it. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, the Wine and Gold radio show, we, we – um we kind of usually do like lines, you know, over under and stuff. And I want to ask, I want to ask Joe G here, what's the over under on technical fouls on, on Coach oh, Rowe? It's gonna be like for JB. I'm, I'm gonna go like seven and a half. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, because I, I, I said this to our, one of our PR guys, uh, Jeff Schaefer. I said JB is such a nice guy. It's like he bottles it all up and saves it <laughs> for the rim. Saves it. <laughs> he saves it for him, you know. <laughs> I think Dan's going to be around like one and a half. Yeah, it's going to be low. I'll go over, man. I'll tell you what, if Dan Dan starts getting technicals, I'm definitely going down to watch games. I want to see that. There you go. That puts the kids in the stands, right? I'm with it. I'm with it. In terms of uh, going to the G League now, again, you've lived the the beautiful lifestyle like we all have, man. The the top-notch travel and everything like that. Now you're going to be on buses late night. Everything's going to be a little different. Yeah. Um, are you ready for it? Yeah, well, honestly, I can't wait. I think that's where, like we talked about, like being authentic, that's where like my, my energy and my, my, my joy for it, I think it's, it, it is a little bit of, yeah, we're on these bus rides, right? And then it's like, you know, you go play these games. Sometimes you travel might happen where you have to travel the day of. Like, in all honesty, like my, my mentality is like, can't wait. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to, to get in with these guys and, and try to teach them, like, this is, to me, this is like a personality and an energy you have to have every day. If you're going to make it in the NBA and you're going to be where these guys want to be ultimately, you can't have those days where it's like, woe is me or any sorrow. Yeah. It, because in all honesty, like, not a lot of other people are going to care when you're thinking, woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, and that's where like, I was taught in college a lot, like being an everyday guy, uh, that was something we, we talked about all the time. Because if you're not, again, like no one else really cares. Yeah. The teams you're playing against probably have to do something similar. So it's about having that perseverance. And that's where like for the travel and, and the day of stuff and whatever it may be, like mm-hmm. I'm so excited to experience that with these guys. And I think we can build off it. You know, for those of us listening to us, you know, Coach Dan here is from Philadelphia, right? <laughs> and when they announced that Dan Giroux was taking over as head coach of the charge, my first thought, I put on my, my, my movie producer hat. 
<laughs> and I thought of like you know the movie with Vincent Papali. Yeah, you know, uh, Marky Mark, where he the was charge had <laughs> the charge do open tryout. So like I, I keep thinking of Dan Jewell, like Dick Vermeil. You should have told me earlier. Yeah, <laughs> should have told me earlier. I could have been in with this thing. Yeah, man, that's a movie thing. This well, could have been it. Yeah. Ralph. This could have been it, Ralph. I know, man. That, that's a movie, right? Yeah. It, well, I mean, I was gonna say in terms of like big dudes. Like between Dan and their PR director, uh, Sean Wyatt. Yeah. Like, you should be the first two off the bus, man. Yeah. If they see you two guys, they're like, well, yeah. we're going to really. win the bus game. Yeah, we're gonna, exactly. We're going to win that for sure. Uh, Dan, I, I always, um, every year I do a thing called Tournament Tales. And okay. we had the COVID thing a couple years ago. And then last year, obviously, it was just kind of weird. And I was dying to do you. To talk oh. about your now, <laughs> I, I haven't asked. We haven't asked you about your background, but you play basketball for Richmond. Yeah, right? yes, yes. Um, I'm assuming Richmond, yes. forward, power forward. Yeah, power forward, center. Okay, yeah, yeah, center. Okay, uh, so you were in the Sweet 16. We You're did in the tournament yeah. twice. Okay, we, we won twice. Yes. yes okay, yes. Uh, and you played against uh, the Morris Twins. So yeah, the okay. Sweet 16 game was against the Morris Twins, uh, who obviously are out of Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, that was our game versus Kansas. Okay, and then <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this: uh, Jeff Schaefer, one of our PR guys, said that there was a guy who's in the NBA who really gave you a hard time in, in college. Who was that? Was it Fareed? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me a hard time. Okay. No, we so we played Kenneth Fareed in the second round of the tournament, and in the first round, I remember. Uh, so to bring this back to 2016, so. In the 2011 tournament first round, Festus Azili mm -hmm. found me as I was going for a rebound and popped me in the nose. Popped you, yeah. yeah, and I think my wife has told me, and she searched it a couple times. There's a gif There's, yeah. where I'm getting popped. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yeah. unless, unless she puts. I it gotta look it up. <laughs> so, but then in 2016, Azili played for the Warriors. So when our our old faithful Cavs that won and came back, when he was subbed in the game. I think they, gave, they did me a solid by going at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know each other? Did you, did you kind of bow up on him? We, we saw each other pregame, dapped each other up. He, you know, I, I had to reintroduce myself because he just, you know, he, he, I was very quick face to face with him. And I was out. So no, I seen was, the picture of you all bloody. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so, it, it so was, that's what the can't. Uh, like, swear jar. How much do I got to give to the swear jar? <laughs> yeah, How much? Five bucks. Five bucks oh, right now. Man. And by the way, <laughs> it's not that, nothing again. Yes. <laughs> Nothing against the, the, the city, beautiful city of Canton. It's just the fact that we yeah. want to get used to the, yeah. the Cleveland charge playing at yeah. your alma mater. Yeah, no, I can't wait. I really can't wait to come out of Wolfstein Center and see you. And Scott Cirilla doing the play-by-play, -play, of course. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. I'm telling you. It's, but it's, can you do me a favor in one, in one city, just like leave, the pretend that you like make, make it look like you left them behind? And, yeah, even though you can like pull over and like, pick, you know, pick it up later, you know, whatever. <laughs> it can happen. I'll, I've, I'll been, I've been left. So. I'll talk to I never, you've been, you <laughs> I've been left. I got left Have in Detroit. Do you ever miss the plane or, the, or, or a bus? Me? Yeah. No, no right? I, never, I don't understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, they're not going to forget a coach, but me, it's like I was running after the bus. They just get ready and drive. You're lucky. Guys probably saying, go, go. You're lucky, you're lucky it was Detroit, too. I know. It's easy I mean, to get home. Who's Utah? Uh, I, I didn't, I, still be there. I don't know how that <laughs> happens to you. Uh, Dan Giro, thank you so much for joining us. Wine and Gold Radio. Uh, good luck. Good luck this year Wait, with before the Cleveland you go, Charge. I, I, made this, I, made this, I made this request at at the uh, wine and gold scrimmage and when when the toronto team comes to play here can i the sing the, the, the canadian same. national anthem <laughs> the answer's still the same Robert. yeah i'm talking about superiors come on i have a mean old canada <laughs> and then we had jones and john michael john michael on the piano with joe g 
and Jones on the bait for the for the Star Spangled no, Banner. We have a whole set. I'll pay there. for tickets for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Thank thanks you guys. for being Hi, this is Colin Sexton from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you're listening to Wine and Gold Radio, Cleveland, Ohio, America. There's more of this. 20-footer for the win. He got it. He got it. After this on Wine and Gold Radio. Designed from the land for the land, the team shop has introduced a new in-house apparel line called the Land Collective. The first series is inspired by the 2020 NBA Draft. Each series will focus on a specific theme and feature exclusive pieces that will only be available while supplies last. Get these new looks from the team shop today only at Cavs.com slash shop. For more style inspiration and to be the first to know about upcoming collections, follow at Land Collective on Instagram. Hey everybody, I'm Jeff Phelps from Fox Sports Ohio. When I'm looking for the absolute best, most in-depth Cavalier content, I don't listen to Wine and Gold Radio. Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. I like that! Okay, welcome back to Wine and Gold Radio, segment three. Wine and Gold Radio. I mean, I gotta do the polka. Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll bring the polka back. Okay. I will. Uh, that was uh, our special guest, Dan Giroux. He's really one of the best guys. He one of is. the coolest dudes, and we wish him the best. And, and he doesn't need luck because he's been working since 2016 mm-hmm. with us, like he talked about. But uh, I, I, I'm excited to go watch the, char- the charge in, uh, at the Woolston Center. I never, Me too. Acted, I never actually been there. Yeah, and it's a cool building. It really a is. A block I mean. and a half from my house, and I have never been there. I'll go to charge games with you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and I want to sing Okana, too. I, that, that was my next thing I was going to say. You're just not going to let I that I can't man. get anybody. You, can't, I can't you get won't any, let it go, will you? Because I can't get anybody to commit to it saying, okay, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> like the Raptors <laughs> are coming here. Nobody's telling me here from Rock and Morgan's Fieldhouse and our entertainment crew. Yeah, Rafa, you can do the anthem. <laughs> because they, they, they don't want to tell you no. Because you Why, can't, though? Because you, you, you tried saying you, you didn't even get the words right last time. All right. But you did but do it. But you do. <laughs> but you did do a good job. Uh, so we are uh, heading out for. You're heading out on the road, yeah. Indiana, and but then you want to hear the best news? Yes. There's no room service in the hotel because of all the shortages and everything. Mm. So we've been invited to dinner with the team. Oh, you lucky dog! Perdiem is coming back with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no room service. What's Jones gonna do? Oh, Jones is in trouble, I know. He's going to start. Uh, he, you know? <laughs> By the way, if you guys are little Jones, with, with the moment that he walks into the hotel, it's like a table outside his, right. his room with room service. So there's <laughs> no room service at the, uh, you know, especially we're talking about work He'll shortages. He'll be eating one of those $12 Snickers bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of work shortages, here at Rock and Morgan's Fieldhouse, we are looking for people to join yes. join our family in all different types of, 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 of jobs, you know, customer service, uh housekeeping, security, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. So cabs.com slash jobs. Yeah. And you can finally there all the different ways that you can join our from from everywhere. Yeah. All and, kinds of stuff. And in all seriousness, I mean the Cavs are a good family and, and you can really that. rise through the ranks. Yep. You can go from this job to podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> in no time. <laughs> no, but you get a chance to work with the with, with the local team, you know? And, and 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 hey if you need a job right now 
Yeah. We're hiring. Yeah, absolutely. It is a great place to work. Uh, speaking of jobs and people working here, let's say some thank yous, and then we'll get out of are here. We still, are we still have, like, a, a, a big lineup of, yes. of thank yous? Yes. Okay. I mean, we have I a whole – there's a team. It's a whole team that helps us out. I hear In fact, I'm going to start out with the PR department because we were at Cleveland Clinic Courts, we, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. BJ, Shafe, and Sharome Owens. Yes, the the, uh, the and Sam the big three now now and Sam replaces Alisa, right. yeah. Who is uh, seasonal? No, no, no. He's full, he's full time. time? Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. congratulations! He's, back, he's, the, he's part of the part of the part of the rotation. Okay, now. very good. Uh, so and uh, Leo Simone, yeah, uh, who is producer of producer uh, of Wine and Gold Show. Yep, and helps us out. Lucy Veris, the great Lucy Veris, the, the Lucy Veris, the Lucy Veris. Uh, of course, our special guest Dan Giroux. Uh, I got to thank Matt of the North, Robert J. Hageman, who does all the technical stuff. Without him, we'd just be lost pretty much. By the way, before you go into more, Lucy, thank you to Lucy Veras because she hooked me up. I was invited to talk to the children of Sandusky Central Catholic High School. Oh, good. And we talk about the end of Hispanic Heritage Month. And Lucy was kind enough to, to give me, uh, I, you know, I hate to show up with empty-handed. Yeah. So she's going to give me, like, autograph ball from the cab so oh. I can raffle with the kids. And I invite, I took, I took the liberty without even knowing. I took the liberty to invite everybody that came to my talk <laughs> to Noche Latina next March so we can actually continue the celebration yeah. of, of Hispanic Heritage Month. So See, thank you great. to Lucy for, for hooking me up. And it, it was a 9 o'clock thing. And I drove up earlier because I was looking for, for, for Callahan Auto Parts, but I couldn't find the, uh, the warehouse. <laughs> 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 Who else we have to thank? Uh, but yeah, uh, kids love you because, I mean, you're like a big <laughs> Spanish teddy bear, man. Uh, we have to thank, of course... The greatest, really, the, the man who makes the this duo? good. The brains. No, before we get to them, oh, we have okay. to, the brains of the operation. D-Mac, oh my the God. guy who does it all, really. Actually, actually, he actually just hooked me up with some stuff that will make my life a lot easier. I'm telling so, you. Yeah, thank you, D-Mac. One day you'll see. <laughs> D-Mac is the greatest. And, of course, the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and Big Daddy, Marty Allen. Woo, let me get that taste. We will see you guys next week on Wine and Go Radio. And, as always, good night, Freddie Mac. The catch corner shoot fire. Take that Chicago! You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> Cleveland. This is for you! Ohio. From the bingo. Bobby top of the key. 25 footer! Oh, America. And boom goes the dynamite.